Welcome to Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. Get expert advice on a variety of topics and hear what Ottawa business people have to offer. Ask questions, get answers. This is Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. Good afternoon. Dave walks with you once again with another timely hour of information on something we'll all most likely encounter at one time or another, managing property and assets of a loved one or friend at passing. Now, knowledge is the key when dealing with and managing all forms of state's law. This monthly series of special shows helps shed light on how to navigate this often difficult process smartly and efficiently. We're pleased to welcome back Neil Milton, founder of Milton's Estates Law, based right here in the Ottawa area. And the key, of course, is making wise decisions to ensure all wishes and demands are met. Decisions that will greatly reduce potential stress or heartache. So, here we go this hour. Another word we all know and what it means, the role it plays. We're going to look into the function of an executor. So, good afternoon once again, Neil. Great to chat with you here on CFRA. Good afternoon, Dave. I really enjoy talking to you about estate law. And I always enjoy our conversations as well, Neil. So, right off the bat, what is an executor? Yeah, so you mentioned heartache and grief, and and this is of all the sections that we're going to talk about. This is the the biggest deal, both for the person who is the executor and for the beneficiaries of the estate. Obviously, the deceased, it's they don't suffer a great deal of heartache and grief at this state. Um, David Chilton, the wealthy barber you might have heard of, he described being in a, and acting as an executor as the worst experience of his life. So hopefully I can help people experience it a little less painfully. So an executor, an executor is the person named in the will by the testator, the person who dies, uh, who they think, and I use that word uh, judiciously, think or suggest should administer their estate. So the executor is the person uh, named in the estate, uh, named in the will. And the uh, courts normally defer to that suggestion, but uh, obviously there are circumstances where they're not going to defer or it's not possible to defer. And and we then have a court appointment uh, always. So the, the, the will doesn't govern or doesn't bind people. It's a suggestion. But ultimately, you need an estate trustee, and that's the, the the name we give in Ontario to the person who's appointed by the court to administer the estate. Uh, so whether there's a will or not, you know, if there's no will, well, then you're not going to have an executor. There's no one named in the will. And equally, sometimes the executor is either unable or una- unwilling to act or unsuitable, and people oppose their their appointment. So really important to keep keep those two words uh, separate because many, many people have heard the word executor, but the modern term, which is different in Ontario, is a state trustee. Now, is that the same, um, Neil, in all provinces, essentially, or is Ontario unique in that? 
No, essentially, in all provinces except Quebec, so in all the common law provinces, you more or less have the same uh, divided structure. You would have a similar structure in the UK. So you have the person who's named in the will, and then you have the ultimate court appointment, which nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of 100 follows the will. But where there's no will or in cases where that executor isn't suitable, uh, you'll have someone else. And, and ultimately, the person and we discussed this before, it's the court order, not the will, that gives someone the authority to do what the deceased could do. I mean, you can't just run around and sell houses, even if you're named in the will as the executor. You're going to need a court order that says, yes, you're the estate trustee. Now you can go off and sell the house that was owned by the deceased. Interesting. So now an estate trustee then is something or as a person or an individual or an entity that is pretty well needed all the time with every situation. Pretty well in every every estate that needs to be administered. And we're going to talk later about what the, the details of administration. But, you know, the, the authority to gather the assets, pay the debts and uh, distribute to the beneficiaries. That's what administering an estate means. And that person has to be the estate trustee if the whole is, if there really is no estate if all the assets pass to um, outside the estate because they were jointly owned the house or beneficiary designations for the tfsa well then there's there's nothing for an estate trustee to do also of course if the estate's bankrupt uh, which is a common uh, situation unfortunately uh, you wouldn't have an estate trustee appointed you might have a bankruptcy trustee appointed but you won't have an estate trustee. Um, so anytime there's an estate to administer, yes, you need an estate trustee. So who would be a trustee? Uh, well, it, it can be any any competent adult over 18. Uh, uh, if there's a will, and then they don't have to be resident in Ontario. If there is no will, with a few crazy exceptions, they need to be uh, resident in Ontario. That's so the courts can keep control over them and ensure that they do what they say they're going to do. Um, it can be any uh, individual over 18. That doesn't mean it should be any individual over, you know, adult. Um, it needs to be someone uh, who is trustworthy and trusted. So I, I distinguish those two. It needs to be someone who's competent and trustworthy and can do the job, but also that the beneficiaries trust to actually do the job. Otherwise, the whole process is beset with uh, rancor and, and, uh, and concern, you know, all the time. And it's not good to go have your estate administered in a circumstance where everyone's sniping and, and doesn't believe that anyone's treating them fairly. Absolutely. Now, I'm curious, Neil, do things get complicated in this area uh, when we're talking interprovincial? I'm thinking, you know, property owned in Quebec, perhaps, or in Ontario, yeah. living on the other side. And how does all that come together in yeah, relation to a trustee. Sorry to sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, it can be very complicated. And, and it's one of the reasons that we frequently encourage people to have multiple wills when you have assets in multiple jurisdictions, you know, whether it's a cottage in Quebec or a timeshare in Florida or a condo in Arizona. Uh, you know, really, is it this, is one person the right person to do with all those things? Um, and the same is true if you own shares in a private business, for instance. Uh, you might very well say, no, I should have someone else, not my, 
not my spouse, for instance, uh, administering that because they have to run the business while they put it up for sale. So it's, it is certainly possible to have multiple trustees, not super common, but it is the minute you have assets in multiple jurisdictions, multiple provinces in different states, and even more so if they're in Europe, uh, you, know, you have a place in Greece or something, um, it's important to think very seriously about whether you should have multiple trustees. Our guest on News Talk 580 CFRA's Experts on Call this hour is Neil Milton. He's the founder of Milton's Estates Law. And we'll carry on our conversation with Neil right after the break on News Talk 580 CFRA. We'll return with more Experts on Call on News Talk 580 CFRA. 